Hello and welcome to the Vetch's Sup Podcast. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Sammy Fishbein. I'm Brian Russell-Smith. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Vetch's Sup Podcast is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happened in the news, explained by your three funniest friends, which is us. Today we're talking about... Impeachment. Yay! Let's get into it. Betches Media presents. I like beer. I don't know if you do. Okay. You like beer, Senator, or not? Uh, my party is going bat crazy. Ah! You're the pop- Alternative facts. Oh, goodness. The Betches Sup Podcast. America! Guys, can you believe this day is here? I, can you believe? <laughs> I, we can't believe. <laughs> I was starting to think that he would just be president until I die. I know. Which I know. is like not really possible mathematically, hopefully. <laughs> but it was, yeah, it was uh, starting to concern me. On Monday's episode, Elise and I were like, this has to be it. We were like, yeah. I was like oh, throwing my hands up in the air. Like I literally. I feel like there's been a thousand years between today and Monday. Yeah. Like <laughs> I said that to Amanda. I was like, we went to this Emily's List lunch on Monday. I was like, I, that was Monday. Yeah. It's only Thursday. I like I was a different person last time I sat in this podcast room. But I do have to say that on Tuesday, when we found out that she was going to do the impeachment inquiry, I felt joy that I have not expe- like mm-hmm. I really haven't experienced that level of happiness in this administration. No, pretty much ever. I so, got so excited. Same. And then I realized I was like, I've been so angry for three years I know like every day I've been pissed <gasps> off literally I, I watched so I've been doing Sober September ended it early to have a beer and <laughs> thing. we were always gonna end it this weekend for a friend's wedding but I was like you know what this is too yeah, huge fuck it I went to the bar, pulled up CNN on my phone. My friend and I watched it with my headphones. The bartender noticed us watching it, gave us a free drink. We all Mm -hmm. (laughs) high-fived. It was amazing. There is so much solidarity around people who are happy about this. Yes. I've had so many people who I never would have even known that they were interested or in any of this who were like coming up to me and like, oh my God, like Mm -hmm. this is the best thing ever. I'm like, yes. My heart was pounding the whole time I was watching it because until she actually said the words, we're opening an impeachment inquiry, I was like, she's going to say something else. It's not going to happen. She's going to be like, there was one point where she was like, on Thursday, they have to turn over over the whistleblower complaint. And I thought she was going to say something like, and if they don't, then we're really going to be mad. Well, <laughs> remember we were ta- were we, when we were talking about this, we were all group texting and mm-hmm. you all like felt good and I felt really hopeless. Was the had she already announced it? No, right? No, it was like before. We like it, we yeah. like were talking about the, that she might announce it or that everyone's saying like the reports are she's going to do it. And I was yeah. like, guys, I'm, I have too much PTSD from these past three years. Nothing you're matters. Not, you're not the only person. But no. I actually was like, and then I got home and it happened. I was like, I actually feel good. Yeah. No, so. I feel really good. I was like really just genuinely. Okay, let's let's get into it. Yeah, mm-hmm. should we should we go through what's getting us through the week? We mm-hmm. should. All right, Sammy. What's yeah. getting you through the week in Trump's America? So this whole episode is going to be just generally about impeachment, but there are a few, <laughs> you know, there are a few pieces that are just like a little theater, yeah. theatrical, a little comedy. Yeah, not necessarily important to the story, but just just, just plain fabulous. fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the thing that's getting me through the week is that yesterday a White House staffer accidentally sent the the Republican talking points that they were going to all use. So now we know that they actually do indeed disseminate talking points yes. mm-hmm. um, to Nancy Pelosi, which is just so amazing. It was basically like two pages that address like certain myths, mm-hmm. what they, which is what we would call facts. Yeah. yeah. And, then, <laughs> and, then, and then how to correct these myths with facts, which is what we would call myths. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah very important yeah. distinction. Yeah. And then the, 
then the Republicans and Fox commentators basically spent the day stating these talking points yeah. that we know that had been disseminated. Yeah. Um, and just like a little fun thing, my friend looked up the staffer on LinkedIn who accidentally sent the talking points. And one of the things she was endorsed for was like great attention to detail. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that I love about this, because I think they sent it to like, all congressional Democrats, like mm. not even just oh, Nancy. It wasn't just like Nancy. Okay. No, it literally went to because Bernie Sanders tweeted out and was like, "I just received this email." <laughs> <laughs> it's like thanks, um, but then uh, Brian, I remember you sent this that someone they then responded and they were like, "We're recalling the last email." <laughs> yeah. please, please ignore. Yeah, please don't read the email that we just sent. It's like the Wizard of Oz, and he's like, "Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain." Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. is that. Yeah. It's like it's like yeah, you got a bunch of old white men like over age fifty. Uh-huh. Of course, they don't understand yeah. that you cannot recall oh, the an email. email. Undo. Control off delete. Yeah, you have like one second to unsend something. Uh-huh. That I recently unsent something in the yeah. one second. But and you have yeah. Like, but you, you really have one second. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really. I I'm so glad that that happened for me. <laughs> yeah. I, I would have sent someone like an email that said, "Hello, how are you?" And then like that's just <laughs> the end of the email. Like there's nothing. Like <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. There was also like this show on Fox News where they try and have like a bipartisan panel with, you know it's like basically it's like one Democrat um, they're usually a person like of col- it's usually a person of color and then they're all like yelling at him mm-hmm. um, great they did they <laughs> yeah. were they and were yelling at yeah I don't, I don't remember, remember. and he was Juan yeah. Hernandez and he or something? was like you guys are literally talking saying the talking points that the White House sent out and they were like you think that's an accusation you think and they were like let's go to break <laughs> it's like oh my god <laughs> a shit show I, I, I didn't that. realize you were on that thread <laughs> it's like everybody's on the thread man they but, sent it out to everyone but something i noticed and i don't remember if we've said this in past when there are past hearings like let's you know when you're watching it and you're kind of like in and out of the room like i can tell what team quote unquote someone is on by whether they are an old white man or if they are a woman slash person of color or both mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like pretty like i'm like oh i know i know where you're going yeah. with this based on like exactly what you look like I know. Yeah. they like hired donna brazil just so they could yell at her basically <laughs> I hope they prayed her a lot. I know. It's weird that they hired her since she's kind of the one who's like caught up in the whole like the scandal, the, 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 the tarmac. Yeah. But that's probably why, because yeah. they, because then the the one Repu- or the one Democratic voice that they're bringing on is someone who's already discredited in the minds of the people who are watching their show. Yeah, good so point. So it's like, what a strategy. Um, Elise. Yes. What's getting you through this week in Trump's America? What's getting me through is also impeachment related. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just uh, I'm I'm delighted by everything that's happening. But um, we have a clip here, and uh, what I love about it is that it basically shows Trump just throwing Mike Pence under the bus immediately, mm-hmm. which is very fun to me because so many people have been implicated in this, including AG Barr and Pence, that mm-hmm. it's like. Maybe at the end of this, we get Nancy Pelosi as president. As president, you never know. Like, right. okay, but here's the clip. There's a rumor out they want the first conversation. It was beautiful. It was just a perfect conversation. But I think you should do that. I think you should do. And I think you should ask for VP Pence's conversation because he had a couple of conversations also. I could save you a lot of time. They were all perfect. Nothing was <laughs> mentioned of any import other than congratulations. But the word is that they're going to ask for the first phone conversation. Uh, you can have it anytime you need it. And also Mike Pence's conversations, <laughs> which were 
I think one or two of them. They were perfect. <laughs> they were beautiful. <laughs> they were beautiful, gorgeous conversations. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to sleep with those conversations. Yeah. Is Ivanka the one having yeah. them? Like, what's going yeah. on? I love how he keeps just being like, it's perfect, it's perfect. But also, he does just, he's like, but also, hey, maybe Mike Pence. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Maybe we check out this Mike Pence guy uh, anyway. You know what? <laughs> You know, like 13 Reasons Why, where it's like, so-and-so, welcome to your tape. It's like, yes. Mike yeah. Pence, welcome, <laughs> welcome to your bus. Yeah. <laughs> You're getting thrown up. Also, like, he sounds very weird. Doesn't he? He sounds different. Yeah. And, like, he, you can, the, the, uh, it's very audible. Yeah. <laughs> this, well, too. he's, I mean, he needs to concentrate hard, which means he's. Needs to take his medication. Yeah. If you know what I'm saying, yeah. he's got to be really focused during yeah. these press conferences. Noel Kassler, the um, like ex-producer on The Apprentice, who was like the one guy who broke his NDA and then mm-hmm. like basically outed him for all the Adderall stuff. He tweeted something that was like, "But like he needs to be home at Trump Tower, which is like where he can get his like medication yes. from." Which mm-hmm. he is home. Because, he's in the city. Okay, my fiance <gasps> saw him this morning. So like weird. saw him in the car, like the hair. That's, That's what he said. You could see his hair pretty It's much. weird that he didn't have like a bulletproof window rolled up that he, was like tinted. He said he was like shocked that he saw him and that he was like an actual being. It's like this is a person. Like, I think I would human. feel real shock if I, if I, think I saw I would, him like, in person. I feel like a guttural illness. Same. Yeah. You know? Like you're a terrible. Like vomitrocious. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Brian, what is getting you through this week mm-hmm. in Trump's America? So this is kind of related to the impeachment because, I mean, it is. It comes up. Yeah. So on our... Betch's sister podcast that I also co-host, Everyone's Gay. Great we inter- pod. It's a great pod. I mean, I'm a fan. <laughs> um, uh, we have an amazing interview with the one, the only, the beautiful Jonathan Van Ness. Ah! I know. It Jeez. was gagging the entire time. He was so sweet. He was so fun. Um, we talked about, he just endorsed Elizabeth Warren like the day he was coming, like an mm-hmm. hour before he was coming in. So we talked about that. We also talked about impeachment. So it's related. And we actually have a quick clip to like, Tease it. This episode comes out tomorrow, so make sure you subscribe now. All right, here it is. Something like no, I want to like suck impeachment's political. dick. Well, because you've been also so busy. I do, and I also want impeachment to like come in my mouth. <laughs> I would let that happen as yeah, well. Yeah, like, yeah. I literally want like all of like the Republican senators to like come impeachment in my mouth. <laughs> if that's all it takes, guys. I mean, I. I, I, I get agree. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I endorse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We talked about a lot of fun stuff. His new book is amazing. So everyone make sure you check that out. And the clip of him, Elizabeth Warren called him mm-hmm. and the clip of him talking to her on the phone is really sweet. Mm-hmm. Also. Oh, speaking of Elizabeth Warren really quick before we get into it, her first national poll of her leading the Democratic field came out this week. I know, week. Quinnipiac, right? Crazy, ah! yeah. Guys, please wow. continue. We know you're busy with impeachment celebrations, mm-hmm. but please continue tweeting at Elizabeth Warren to come on this podcast. DM yeah. her, mm-hmm. just harass her. Tell her to call yeah. me. Yes. Yeah. I'm waiting for her call. I know, I would like a call. I, I was thinking about it, like, what if Jonathan was here when she called? <gasps> that would be... It would have been oh, amazing. if he was here when he like, called him. Like, if he had been here. Because yeah. he, it was like two hours apart. Wow, we oh, should no. just be like, oh, call this up in the yeah. background, <laughs> screaming. Please call this up. She's like, what is? This? Yeah, <laughs> what are they talking about? Okay, should we, plan we to really get out? into it? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, let's uh, go through everything because okay. we've already been talking about it. But now we're really gonna start talking. About now it. we're gonna like explain how this happened. Okay, so yes, let's just like get a quick refresher. Yeah. So last week it came out that there was a whistleblower with a complaint about a foreign leader that was, you know 
a little shady. We didn't really know the exact details. And then it came out that it was Ukraine. And we knew it was top officials that were part of this conversation. But we didn't specifically know that it was the president. And then it came out that it was the president. And then it came out that the like the House Democrats started to get more information, and it turns out that the president was on the phone with uh, the Ukrainian president President Vol- Volodymyr Zelensky, and basically they were talking about Biden's son Hunter Biden, who worked on this on the board of this shady gas company in Ukraine, and he was like. Um, they were talking about the, you know, military aid. And he's like, you could do me a favor, blah, 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 blah. Can you look into this? And so basically he was trying to get a foreign leader to dig up dirt on a political rival and basically interfere in our elections uh, yet again. So yes. Tuesday we found out that that was the case. Yeah. You know, they released the transcript, which was a non verbatim transcript that's that, based yeah. on like notes that other people who so, listened to the call took. Yeah. Well, so Nancy, we had already known that this had been happening. Yes. We didn't release the transcript until Wednesday. So oh, right. So Nancy, Nancy announced impeachment. the impeachment on Tuesday mm-hmm. because it started to come out because, you know, great reporting from the Washington Post. Yes. Um, started to pull out that fax and clearly they knew that this was this was happening and they were just waiting for it all to come to light. Wednesday morning, the White House released the rough transcript Transcript is a is a loose term because it is a you know edited down version of their conversation and it's released by the White House, um, so you can't really trust it. As we all remember, Bill yeah. Barr's memo about the Mueller report. Yeah, and the document it says self says like this is not a verbatim transcript. Mm-hmm. This is like what people remember of the phone call. But even still. It was extremely incriminating. Yeah, they thought... (laughs) And also extremely, like, accurate to the way that he speaks. Yes. Well, and the weird thing is, is they were like, oh, this is going to be good for us. They thought... Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. Because the reason they thought it doesn't... It would would be good for them is because what they basically have... They've moved the goalpost for impeachment to being, like, a straight-up quid pro quo where Trump says, if you do not dig up dirt on Biden's son, I will withhold military aid. Or if you do, I will give you... Some money, whatever. And, and so the way, basically, the way it was phrased in their conversation was like, the the Ukrainian president was like, "We want to buy these certain military things from you guys. We want this aid, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. What are they? What were they're they? They're called javelins. Javelins. And basically, they're very light weapons that you that like an individual soldier could carry and mm-hmm. then launch very far away. So it's something that you would want if you are a small army protecting yourself against a big army. So, so if you're Ukraine if, protecting yourself against Russia, yes, <laughs> which is currently occupying your territory. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And then so like he asks for these things. They're talking about the aid packages, and then Trump goes, "I do need you to do me a favor, though. Look into Biden's son." Yeah, and then he yeah. goes into all of this stuff about Biden, and also this other conspiracy, U- Ukraine-related conspiracy theory that the Republicans have that the. The, the, the Democrats colluded with Ukraine in 2016. So it's like there's this whole thing going on. Which is like Trump the Seth Rich stra- story. Yeah. It's like yeah. and there's like this Trump and Republican strategy that's like anything that we find evidence that they do, they're going to be like, no, actually, you guys are the ones who did. Well, that. <laughs> the interesting thing is I'm noticing the pattern is that they're not disputing anything. No, they are use They're doing what using what about Yeah. And like smoke screens. So it's like, well, what about Joe Biden? And what about Hillary's emails? It's like, okay, 
fine. Look into it. I give zero fucks. Well, yeah. here's the thing. It has been looked in the Joe Biden, yeah. Hunter Biden connection has been looked into by Ukraine before. It's been looked into by American journalists. It is completely debunked as an issue. Yes. That he that there's anything, you know, nefarious there. Basically, the prosecute there was a very corrupt prosecutor in Ukraine that Biden and many, many foreign officials wanted to get out because he was a corrupt guy. Yes. Um, and basically what happened was he gets kicked out of his position. And that's basically what Trump is saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was, that Biden, he was, he's also like, he's like, Biden was bragging about getting the prosecutor out. It's very sound. The, the but whole he call, was because the yeah. guy was corrupt. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Ukrainian, the, the, current president of Ukraine won because he ran on an anti-corruption platform yes. because Ukraine was corrupt. Yes. You know, there was all these like Russian influences and oligarchs basically running a shadow government in Ukraine. Um, Thursday, which is today, which is fucking wild. I know. And what in the stuff, I accidentally said it was Wednesday. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> I'm confused. I had to wake up and watch this hearing. I'm like, what day is it? What's happening? So the longest today, three days today, of my today life. the actual whistleblower complaint is released. And it shows that multiple White House officials were very concerned about the phone call and about Rudy Giuliani's role (laughs) and the possible tie to the aid money because it turns out that no one knew why except Trump directed the aid money to not be given and no one knew why. There was no reason given. Yes. Yes. They finally did eventually release the aid, but this was long after Trump basically shook down the Mm -hmm. the president of Ukraine for... I think it's dirt on the Bidens. People, they started to hear rumors of this whistleblower complaint happening. And so they're like, okay, let's get this fucking thing out. Um, What was interesting about this complaint is that they were, the White House lawyers immediately afterwards directed officials to hide the transcripts, Mm -hmm. which basically implies they knew that they were doing something bad. Mm -hmm. Because the trans, that those are the legit transcripts. We don't have the legit transcripts. And basically they put, Unclass like what would be typically deemed not like super high national security like information. They deemed it that so it could be put into this more secure server. Yeah, because it's like there's a place where they normally put all the transcripts of these phone calls, but mm-hmm. they like fiddled with it and put it in the like super secure transcript area. So that's like one big part of the whistleblower complaint, which is I feel like it's the classic like it's not just the crime, it's the cover up. Like they yeah. clearly knew what was being implied mm-hmm. in this phone call, which was maybe implied even more heavily than we know because we haven't seen the transcript that they're yeah. hiding. Uh, so they tried to hide it. Yeah. Then yeah. there was also stuff in the tra- or in the whistleblower complaint that says Giuliani met with like Zelensky's people. He did. So originally he wanted to go to Ukraine to do that, but that looked really bad. So instead he met them in Spain. Mm. And this whole time he's essentially just oh, imploring So them that's where save. Rudy's been. We yeah. were like, what is Rudy Giuliani up to? It's this. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can't just trust that these people go away no. without yeah. doing something else fucked up in the meantime. No. Well, it's like, and like there was this whole like conversation about like playing ball. Like, let's wait till Pence, that we can't let yes. Mike Pence go to the Ukrainian um, inauguration. Well, send Rick Perry because he was on Dancing with the Stars. Who gives a fuck about him? Yeah. Um, He's disgraced himself. Yeah. And uh, so... That was like until they play ball. Yeah, that's like specifically outlined in the complaint that Mike Pence was going to go to Ukraine and then the trip was canceled. So, and this is like a direct quote, so until they play ball mm-hmm. with this other Biden stuff. So it's very obvious mm-hmm. 
what has been going well, on. Well, the fucked up part about this is that Ukraine needs America and European countries to give them aid. Trump at some point was like, we should, he changed his excuse from like, we don't want to give Ukraine aid because they're corrupt to we don't want to give Ukraine aid because we are the only ones who give it to them and the European countries yeah. don't, which is actually false. European, Europe, they get double the amount of aid from European institutions than they get from us. Mm-hmm. But they, the reason this is so fucked up is because you, Eastern Ukraine is currently occupied by Russian forces. They're killing their people. Yeah. So this and guy Zelensky is like completely stuck because he needs the United States help. And he knows that Trump does have some in with Putin in some way because Putin needs yeah. Trump. So it's really like by, yeah, so by, a bad position. By, and Zelensky is like a comedian. Yeah. yeah by he not, he's a comedian. By not giving him that, that aid, he's directly helping Putin. But exactly. yeah, should we go over like who... So Zelensky is just for like a quick recap. I mean, we yeah. kind of said it, but he's the president. He's the, he's the new president of Ukraine. He's a television personality and comedian who ran on being an outsider who wants to fix things on the inside. So like Trump, he's kind of clueless. On, he also like, played the president policy. on television. Yeah. that was which his I think is role. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's interesting. He's but but apparently a lot of the people in his administration are just people from his like production team. Oh my God, <laughs> it's like, oh, it's like having I mean, a social media manager is now the Secretary of State. Okay, honestly, I feel I'm, like I could do that too. I so. feel like we're <laughs> living that. In a right way, now. Like it is crazy to think that this phone call is actually between a comedian, a Ukrainian comedian and an American reality television personality. But Indeed. they have both been elevated to the highest office in their land. Not that I know. I don't know if Zelensky, I don't know anything like about Zelensky's like policies. If uh-huh. he's like good or bad dude, it seems like. Well, he was kissing Trump's ass pretty hard in yes. the beginning of the trans in the of the non verbatim transcript. But also I'm like, maybe but me, but he yeah. knows that he needs yeah, to because he needs, he needs the, the money. Yeah. Okay. So today, um, the acting director of national intelligence, Joseph McGuire, testified before the House Judiciary Committee, and mostly he was kind of defending himself for the fact that he was not he did not allow the whistleblower complaint to come out. Yeah. Apparently, Bill Barr was the one who was stopping it from coming out. Understandably so, considering his He's, wrongdoings were a massive part of the complaint. Yeah, like mm-hmm. literally, the complaint says Attorney General Barr is involved. Like he's like implicated yeah. he's by, like, by name in the complaint. He says, "I would like to have the Attorney General call you or your people, and I would like you to get to the bottom of it, as you saw yesterday." The whole nonsense ended with a very poor performance by a man named Robert Mueller, an incompetent performance. But they say a lot of it started with Ukraine. Whatever you can do, it's very important that you do it if that's possible. So the thing that started with Ukraine was the reason the reason that Manafort got kicked off Trump's campaign is because they found evidence that he had been paid by um, Viktor Yanukovych, who was was he I think he was the former president of Ukraine he had been paying Manafort and that came out through journalists. It Mm kind of came out like because people uncovered it. And that was what Trump's pissed about because yeah. he's he loves Manafort because Manafort stuck by him. But yeah. just before we started recording this, the New York Times reported that the whistleblower is a CIA officer who was detailed to work at the White House. So not someone who Trump appointed himself. Yes. And yeah. there also it's very clear. It was really clear watching the DNI hearing that like. The Trump White House and the Republicans are trying to discredit the whistleblower. They're trying to say they have like a partisan agenda because now they've set this standard that any person who's ever had a political past of any kind cannot make a complaint against the president. Well, they're like, like he, he worked for 
um, Chuck Schumer and Hillary Clinton. Yeah. And he donated to Joe Biden. He was an intern for 18 years ago. Donald Trump's lawyer was Bill Clinton's lawyer. Yeah. So I don't want to hear also, it. Yeah. Do you know who donated to Joe Biden? Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. Yes. <laughs> so interesting. Yes. And maybe and, it was Donald Trump. And it's like, okay, but Robert Mueller was a career Republican. They don't care. So it's like the person's political affiliation matters if they find out they're a Democrat, but if they're a Republican. So it's, I mean, it's just obvious. They have no scruples. No. The whole thing yeah. is just total bullshit. I mean, Devin Nunes at the start of this hearing today was really on one. Yeah. Really, really on one. He was like, the the Democrats are actually the ones who uh, who colluded with Ukraine, mm-hmm. and then he said that <laughs> the Democrats uh, were trying to get President Trump's nudes. Do yeah, we have that? We clip? have that clip. Right That's the P tape. I'm sure he's referring to. I wouldn't call that nudes. <laughs> tasteful nudes. Democrats on this very committee negotiated with people who they thought were Ukrainians in order to obtain nude pictures. Of Trump. People can reasonably ask why the Democrats are so determined to impeach this president when in just a year they'll have a chance. In fact, one Democratic congressman, one of the first to call for Trump's impeachment, gave us the answer when he said, quote, I'm concerned that if we don't impeach the president, he will get reelected, unquote. Winning elections is hard. And when you compete, you have no guarantee you'll win. But the American people do have a say in this. And they made their voices heard in the last presidential election. No one wants President Trump's nudes. <laughs> no one. I'm abs- I mean, I'm sure I'm he's referring to, to the P-tape. I'm trying to see the P-tape, honestly. I know you're saying no one, but I want to watch the P-tape. But my hope is that the P-tape is grainy enough footage that we're not really getting a full picture. When I'm thinking nudes, I'm thinking Trump... The flash is on his phone. He's in the mirror. <laughs> but, you know, he doesn't know how to do that. What's interesting is, though, is what Nunes is referring to is a prank phone call by two Russian comedians, which Schiff didn't <laughs> engage with other than to tell them to send their material to the FBI and the House Intelligence Committees. So he's basically just saying something that two comedians thought would, fu- would be funny. What's just all funny is, remember, do you remember he's still suing that that cow. Twitter cow. Okay. Yeah, he is. Is Devin Nunes still Devin Nunes cow? He's still suing He's Devin still Nunes suing cow. It? Yeah. But what's wow. funny is like putting um, Devin Nunes And where are the snowflakes? Yeah, I know. Devin Nunes up next to Adam Schiff. It's like one is like a lawyer from Harvard and the other one is like a farmer, like, like a previous, he was a farmer, like, a, like with an act, like an edu- a degree in agriculture. But that is, if that is not a metaphor for the whole situation, I don't know what is. Yeah. I mean, Devin, Devin Nunes no, is a no fucking idiot. No shade to farmers, just no. shade to no. Devin, Devin Nunes. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure there are plenty of very smart and thoughtful farmers out there, but Devin Nunes is a fucking idiot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> At one point, I was like, I was writing the newsletter and I was listening to the hearing and he was talking and he was saying this shit about Trump's nudes and I was like, okay, I got to get up and see who it is. And then I like went around and looked at my screen and I was like, of course it's this bitch. <laughs> like, yeah. I always forget about him until these hearings come up and I have to listen to him talk again and he always says the stupidest shit I've ever heard in my life. Do you remember when he was like bringing Trump some files like earlier yeah. in the administration, like he, probably the first year when yeah. we were so much younger and He's, had fewer wrinkles? Yes. I think he's still under investigation for that because, you know, he was basically sharing information with the White House that he was not supposed to be sharing. Yeah, because he used to be 
the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee yeah. before we flipped the House. Before and that's why you got to vote. Yep. Yeah. If we didn't flip the House, none of this would be no, happening right now. No. Oh, my gosh. Devin, you waiting for this. You know, in, in a weird way, so this conversation between uh, Trump and Zelensky happened literally the day after Mueller testified. Yes, he talked about so, it on the tape. Yeah, so in a weird way, it's like had Mueller... Had there been consequences of the Mueller investigation, he may have never done this, mm-hmm. which who knows where this will go. Yeah. But it's, you see, like the, in almost a Pavlovian way, yeah. <laughs> you see that he wasn't, he saw no consequences. So he thought that it was okay to shake down a different foreign leader. Yeah. Yeah. Just truly. Maybe he went like 10 miles over. Like yeah. he like, yeah. literally did not even look far. Should we talk about like the actual substance of the transcript or? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Or the non-verbatim transcript. The non-verbatim transcript. So the Trump administration seemed to think that it was okay to release this because you don't hear an explicit quid pro quo of if you do this, I will do this. But Mm -hmm. that's not usually how conversations work. That's more like how tweets work. Um, And basically... The way it starts out with Trump comp- Trump and Zelensky complimenting each other. Yeah. As he's, every phone call with Donald Trump starts. Is he's yeah. just exactly. like, please compliment me, then you do, etc. Yes. Then Trump gets into the relations, the relations between the United States and Ukraine have been very good. The, the, U- the United States has been very, very good to Ukraine. We've given you so much money, but it's not always reciprocal. Mm-hmm. So what he's saying there is you need to give us something back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then he then he launches into saying that he has he would like them to do him a favor. Yeah, so that's like the big pull quote is yeah. I'd like you to do us a favor. Something fun happened. I no sometimes one, yeah, I yeah. sometimes I watch Fox News and she was trying to read the quotes from the the transcript. And so they had the the the, the transcript up on the screen but like parts of it. Mm-hmm. And she started reading, I would like to, I would like you to do us a favor. Ooh, and then she like stopped because it wasn't on the screen and then like skipped ahead to not include that part. Wow. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And that's production at Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they, they, he basically is saying, I need you to do this, to do this for me because when you have a country that has controls the money and the military aid and you are your country, yeah. which is being occupied by Putin's army, who is the one who is less in power? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this aid is obviously on the forefront of the Ukrainian president's mind. He's like, where is this? It's like, yeah, like a lot of money. Like four hundred million dollars. He's he's thinking about it. (laughs) Thirteen thousand people have died and one point five million people have had to flee their homes in Ukraine because of this annexation. So he needs the money. He needs the javelins. All this stuff. So Trump asked for two things. The first thing is his deep state conspiracy theory involving the DNC and a cybersecurity company named CrowdStrike, which was hired to investigate the 2016 hack of the DNC. And he basically thinks that the DNC hid an incriminating server from the FBI. And he's looking to Ukraine to help him find evidence of this thing. And it has the 33,000 emails of Hillary Clinton (sighs) deleted. Yes. Gee, should we play the clip of him still talking about that? Yeah, let's do that. One of the great crimes committed is Hillary Clinton deleting 33,000 emails after Congress sends her a subpoena. I mean, I've never heard. Now, she's done far worse than that, although I don't know how much worse it can be. And then she said, as I remember it, that, oh, well, they had to do with the wedding and yoga. She does a lot of yoga, right? So they had 33,000 emails about the wedding 
of her daughter and yoga. I don't think so. He's clearly never planned a wedding. Yeah. yeah. He's also, you know, if you sign up for a yoga class, they'll bounce you back. They'll be like, you're in the class. I might have 33,000 of those at this point. I did the 30-day challenge, so yes. I have at least 30. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, the only surprising thing about this is that he has not increased the number 33,000. Yeah. I know. At least he's like sticking with that. I'm surprised he can remember it. So basically, that's his first favor. Then his second favor is he's asked, he alludes to this prosecutor and is saying that he wants that he wants the new prosecutor to investigate Hunter Biden, who is Joe Biden's son, Mm -hmm. and Joe Biden's connections to basically getting this prosecutor fired, implying that it would benefit his son, Mm -hmm. who's on the board of this company. Um, He said, Biden stopped the prosecution, and a lot of people wanted to find out about that, so whatever you can do with the attorney general would be great. Biden went around bragging that he stopped the prosecution, so if you can look into it, it sounds horrible to me. But that wasn't what he was stopping because that company had already been found to not have done anything yeah. wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, this has been investigated by many, many independent sources and found to not be a thing. Yeah. Um, what's also very funny to me is that, like, Joe Biden might not be the nominee. So then he's going to have thrown all this shit away. Mm-hmm. And his whole strategy was to have this story to go up against Biden if they're the nominee. And then anytime Biden says anything about him, he could be like, well, what about this thing? But if it's Elizabeth Warren and she's like, you're corrupt, he can't be like, well, Joe Biden's son was in <laughs> Ukraine. I mean, he probably still will, but yeah. it's like this attack. The whole point was to get this big attack on Biden and it might like he might not even be the nominee. Well, that is the beauty of Elizabeth Warren potentially being like a late, a late blooming front runner. Yeah. Why am yeah. I like all stuttery? Because this is so exciting. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so at the end of the call, he's the whole thing is him essentially asking Zelensky to he's like Bill Barr is gonna call you Giuliani is gonna call you Mm -hmm. you my people will be in touch make sure that you have whatever the information yeah 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 I was laughing because at one point they were asking McGuire about Giuliani and he was like to be honest the only thing I know about what Rudy Giuliani does is what I see on television yeah (laughs) He was well, like, I have no fucking clue what this guy does from day to day. Well, another stupid Giuliani moment is that he claims that he is Donald Trump's personal lawyer, yet he said he later claimed that the State Department was the one yeah. asking him to do this Ukraine, conduct this Ukraine business, which, if I'm not mistaken, would implicate Mike Pompeo. Yeah. Yes. Which is great because he sucks. Yeah, yeah. Laura, he told Laura Ingram that. He's like, I have the evidence on my phone. Um, ah. He like showed up his phone, his yeah. iPhone. Okay, Lisa Vanderpump. I know. Yeah, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <I have> the receipts. <laughs> um, but yeah, because he's a private citizen. Um, they they asked the D- the acting DNI today during the testimony. They're like, does he have a security clearance? And he's like, not to my knowledge. And it's like, and then they're like, so like, they're al- also people are questioning like, so who's paying Rudy Giuliani? Yeah, you know like how I mean? is, who's like paying for him to go to Ukraine and or mm-hmm. go to Spain are and we, meet the president of Ukraine? Are we, yeah, are we paying for it? Yeah. I imagine the flights are on the U.S. government, but the, you know, hourly billing, I'm sure no one is paying him because Donald Trump doesn't pay fucking anybody. No. Yeah. He doesn't care if you're his best friend. Yeah. He's definitely not giving his boy a per diem. Like, <laughs> that's not happening. He's like, yeah, I'll get you back later. Never yeah. gets paid. The Venmo, he keeps reminding him on Venmo and Trump's yeah. like, I don't know, my app's broken. It keeps crashing every time I try to pay you, man. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I and so he had the, sends the money on Twitter, he's like, "Yeah, I sent it." 
$400. I really hour. loved the like the lead-in of the whistleblower complaint. Yes. It was like very like nice. Okay, yeah, let's talk about the complaint. Yeah, it, the, basically the lead-in was like, the President of the United States is using the power of his office to solicit interference from a foreign country in the 2020 U.S. election, which also ties to what the acting DNI was saying today during his testimony that the biggest threat to our country is outside interference in our elections. If I were this whistle, I keep thinking about what how I would be feeling if I were the whistleblower right now. And I mean, you're he's a CIA person, so I, I imagine his like level of calm in mm-hmm. these. Oh, we do also know it's a man. I'm not just assuming it's a man. Yeah, that's one thing that we know about the whistleblower. So I'm assuming his level, like if this is like a spy we're talking about, he's probably been in some crazy situations. But I would be so fucking scared every I day. Know. I would be like, oh, my God, because Trump is already being like this so-called whistleblower. Who is he? He's got ties to X, Y, Z. The Democrats during the hearing kept asking McGuire to, like, confirm that the whistleblower was not a political hack and stuff, because you can Mm -hmm. already tell what they're, like, going to try to do to this person. Yeah. I hope that they are doing a spa day. Yeah. Or something. And so the well, Trump. Okay, Trump about the whistle whistleblower said, I want to know who's the person, even though he's been bad mouthing him and calling him a partisan hack for three days. He's like, I want to know who the who's the person who gave the whistleblower the information, because that's close to a spy. You know what we're what we used to do in the old days when we were when we were smart with spies and treason. Right. We used to handle it a little differently than we do now, which to me implies that he is saying that they should like kill this person. Yes. Yeah, um, I, also, I think that that is what he's saying. We also just got a text from Amanda while we're on the subject of Giuliani. He said to the Atlantic journalist, Alina Plot, it is impossible that the whistleblower is a hero and I'm not. And I will be the hero. Those <laughs> morons. When this is over, I will be the hero. Oh, you know oh. how the hero of every story screams? I'm the hero. <laughs> Me. I'm the hero of the uh-huh. story. <laughs> like. <laughs> That's a hilarious quote. Uh, Rudy. Um, Rudy is mentioned a lot in this whistleblower complaint. Yeah, Yeah. we talked about how he went to Madrid to meet with these guys. I'm going to Madrid again this year. Um, We know you love Spain, Brian. I know. (laughs) I'm going to Spain, too. Are you? I'm going to Marbella. Oh, nice. On my honeymoon. Oh, Oh, my God, Danny and I are doing our honeymoon in Spain. Shut up. Go to Marbella. (laughs) I think we're gonna do a mini moon first. Okay. Do you guys want to do it all together? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll, I'll come on your Spain. both honeymoons. Yeah. The sub España. Yeah. <laughs> what should we do like a sub trip to Spain? Yeah. Yeah. If you honestly, if you're a listener in Spain, let us know. We'll do the show for you. Apparently, <laughs> a lot of Canadian listeners. Yes, that mm-hmm. is true. Thank you, Canadians, for mm-hmm. DMing us. Yeah. We love you, Canada. We yeah. do. We're trying to come there. Yeah. Hope. Well, maybe we don't need to anymore. Yeah. All right. Where are we in this situation? Just be, we're still like the whistleblower, the whistleblower you complaint. know, the White House officials and lawyers, they said they intervened to lock down all the records of the phone call, which is basically what we talked about already. Um, the complaint also shows the extent to which Trump withheld all types of support from Ukraine unless they showed they were willing to investigate matters. Because after the call, officials met with Ukrainian officials and then advised them on how to navigate Trump's requests. Julie also, Giuliani also conducted an extensive follow-up. In August 2nd, um, Giuliani met with one of Zelensky's advisors in Madrid. Rudy Giuliani's role worried State Department officials. Um, it's basically it suggested that Rudy was at the helm of a problematic, a problematic circumvention of national security decision-making processes. In other words, yeah. we can't have this fool representing us. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like going and doing state business when 
if you're going to do state business, you have to be in the State Department and have clearances and there's protocol for that and it has to be like declared trips like there's stuff yeah Yeah. that has to happen right but trump is a transnational crime part the leader of a transnational crime syndicate so he basically just sends his like consigliere to spain yes to be like give me the info on my enemies that's really where we are right now should we get into how republicans and stuff have been responding to round this out yes uh, okay, so three Senate Republicans so far have expressed concern. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, they've bravely come forward to say they're concerned uh, about the content of the phone call. Ben Sass of Nebraska. Ben Sass is often one of the Republicans who does this. Uh, he said, the Republicans ought not to be rushing in certain... Sorry. Republicans ought not to be rushing to circle the wagons to say there's no... There's there, nothing there... there when there's obviously a lot that's very troubling there. The administration ought not to be attacking the whistleblower as some talking points suggest they plan to do. Ben Zass is always the guy who's like, you shouldn't do that. Oh, no. (laughs) You guys shouldn't do that. That's Mm -hmm. not right. But he never votes that way. No, Mm -hmm. he he will not. Like, if you think that he would, like, vote to impeach Trump, that's he's not going to. I have heard, though, that there is apparently, I read, a tweet from like a journalist basically that said that there's apparently 30 Republican senators who privately say that they would impeach him if it wouldn't screw up, screw up. Their yeah. Like if they could do I think they were saying like, if they could do it anonymously, we could impeach him, but because they have to put their name to it, they won't, which is like, I mean, so can someone sad. just off pre offer them some cushy job in the private sector in case they lose their reelection? And you know what, what else mm-hmm. are they doing it for? They're obviously doing it for money. Yeah. Also, like, I don't think that's going to help you with swing voters not voting to impeach him. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, I think it's, I, I think this is going to, the inaction that I feel like inevitably will happen on the Senate, Senate Republican yeah. side is going to help the Democrats in the 2020 Senate races. I think it'll be an Iraq war vote type thing where yeah. maybe, you know, depending on when this vote happens, at some point in the future millennials gen z we're gonna be in charge and we're gonna be like well didn't you not vote to impeach trump like we'll we'll have that vote and the way that obama was able to like become president because he looked back and he was like hillary clinton you voted for the iraq war there will come a time where some where like having these votes on record even if it's very unlikely that he'll be impeached in the senate having the votes on record and being able to hold people to what they did or did not do mm-hmm. will be helpful especially for ben sass who's relatively young yes yeah. mitt romney said that it remains troubling in the extreme deeply troubling so he's troubled uh-huh um, trouble <laughs> trouble <laughs> trouble um. Uh, <laughs> everything I like do goes to Taylor Swift now. Yeah, I, like, I love her. immediately. I like like word recognition straight to Taylor Swift. Um, Lindsay, I just did an entire podcast where I just talked about lover. It's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> um, Lindsey Graham has said the phone call is an underwhelming quid pro quo burger. Okay. Okay, Lindsey. The Russians I, have shit on you. We've known that for a I'm while. Sure, yeah. he would eat it. Mitch McConnell said that it is laughable to think this is anywhere close to an impeachable offense. Like, what is he laughing? Yeah. Has he? When was the last time he laughed at anything? And just not like maniacally smirked. Moscow Mitch. Moscow Mitch. Mm -hmm. He's like, great. I'm not in this. (laughs) I'm not in this. um, I feel like the Mitch McConnell quotes have been in reference to the transcript 
I don't know what yeah. he's saying about the whistleblower complaint yet. Yeah. Because and then he said because he said I've read the summary of the call. If this is the launching point for House Democrats impeachment process, they've already overplayed their hand. It's clear there is no quid pro quo that the Democrats were desperately praying for. Okay, I just want to address this idea that there needs to be a quid pro quo. It does not. Mm-mm. When okay, I was reading this article about basically what did the founders intend when they created the idea of impeachment and yes. what what does high crimes and misdemeanors mean and there's an article in the atlantic which was explaining how they came up with the idea of high crimes and misdemeanors because originally they were only going to do bribery and treason mm-hmm. but sometimes that's not exactly what you're doing wrong sometimes there's like other bad shit and yeah. they apparently ba- based it on this guy named warrant like this trial of this guy named Warren Hastings, who was a British governor in India when under imperialism. Mm -hmm. And he was like infamous for the, the following for acts of oppression against the Indian people, extortionate revenue extraction, seizure of Indians, private property and financial corruption. And they were like, okay, well that's not included in treason and bribery, Mm. but we need something to just to encapsulate like a bad guy who extorts his own people. This is literally what Donald Trump Mm -hmm. does. Yes. He's abusing his power to gain political. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't need to be a quid pro quo. Like why aren't the, I think the Democrats should be pushing that point more because it doesn't say that anywhere. I know. They're they're kind of saying it, you know, it's just him asking for assistance is enough. It also is a quid pro quo. Yeah. (laughs) If you read, first of all, they're saying it's not, it is. Even if it, even if it isn't, let's say it wasn't, it wouldn't matter because this is still an yeah. abuse of power. It's also, this is the thing they've released. We actually don't know if there was a quid uh-huh. pro quo because they are hiding some other thing. Mm-hmm. So we don't know. And I do feel like Democrats and the media have been better this time than they were with the Mueller report. Like there was during Trump's press conference, uh, an MSNBC reporter, Nicole Wallace, stopped in the middle as he was talking to be like, I'm sorry, we have to live fact check. What he's saying is not true. There's no evidence that Hunter Biden did this stuff. Yeah. Like, I think that they've been doing a better job. I also think that Nancy Pelosi making sure to announce before they put out the non-verbatim transcript was really, really important because I think that transcript was them trying to do a bar letter over again, but I don't think it worked this time. Because it was so incriminating. Yeah. Like, they've lost sight of how incriminating their shit is. Yes. Mm -hmm. And how it appears. Because if you do read, it reads like a mafia shakedown. Yes. Hello, like, compliment me a little bit. mm -hmm. Oh, we give you so much shit. What are you going to do for us? I have an idea of what you could do for us. I need you to get this, this dirt on my enemies. Oh, you need the you need the you need the javelins. Okay, I'll have my people contact you. You get me the dirt. I'll get you the javelins. Yeah. That's like yes. basically what it was. And we already know that Trump Trump admitted to this. He said he brought up Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. Like that was the reason they were able to impeach him because of his own stupid dumb words. Because he yeah. said it on fucking national television. So Nancy was like, okay, that's enough. Um, I'm glad they learned three and years later. We also know that he is open to you know, election interference because he fucking told George Stephanopoulos in June about it. Yeah. Right. I believe he said that like a month before uh-huh. all this was happening. Yeah, like, he was like, of course I would take information from another foreign government. A country, yeah. let's say Norway. And he's like, <laughs> the FBI, and because the, they had the FBI director say in an open hearing that if a political candidate or the president is given foreign assistance or is given some dirt on a political rival, what should they do? He's like, they should report it to the FBI. And he asked him that. And he's like, why would I report it to the FBI? He's wrong. The FBI director is wrong. 
And so that's like today Adam Schiff is talking to the, the acting DNI and he's like, he should have, he's like, it did get reported to the FBI. He's like, yes, but not by the candidate. You did it. Yeah. That is the problem. And he's like, now he can't even claim that he, it was his inexperience. We're not a, you know, we're not really an experienced political team. We just got, you know, little Jared running, you know, Middle East peace and veteran affairs in the corner. We don't know anything. They can't claim that anymore because they literally had years of investigation of people telling them that this is not okay. Yeah. Yeah, Like they're, it's literally you doing the exact same thing. That is the number one thing you should have fucking known. You weren't allowed to do anymore. Have you noticed the disappearance of the Kushners? (gasps) Not a word. Where have they been? Not a word. Not a word. Daddy? Daddy? Daddy, you did it again. <laughs> oh, silly daddy. <laughs> daddy, that was so silly of you. You should have known better. Come on. Oh, oh, I'm sure they'll forgive you. Um, so 90% of House Democrats in- support the impeachment inquiry. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys think is going to happen? Okay. I have like a good scenario and a shitty scenario. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Shitty scenario. This just like they eventually they do the inquiry. They're, they don't really, the Democrats, I'm saying. Yeah. The Democrats do the inquiry. They don't really make it enough of the circus that they need to make it into so that there's no education process. The reason there needs to be a quote-unquote circus, and I'm saying that not in a derogatory way, is because people need, the constituents of these people, of these yeah. senators or Republican senators, they need to hear what's happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They need to hear that they're being fleeced by this man who claimed that he would make them rich and all this shit. So he's like, so, okay, so that's, one thing they blow the PR angle of it. The demo, the the Senate basically acquits him. He continues his term. Potentially, he gets help again. Maybe he gets reelected. That's like mm-hmm. worst case scenario. And then he just continues another term and keeps going. Fucks up everything. Climate change. We're dead. Okay. Yeah. Good scenario. <laughs> oh, good. They I'm handle glad. they handle the PR moment perfectly. The senators who the republican senators who really don't want him and are sick of selling their souls Mm -hmm. they realize that their constituents are pliable and that they might be able to you know regain that obama trump voter those people say you know what you should impeach him he's corrupt he's lying to us he hasn't done anything for us all these other things and maybe they impeach him and mike pence becomes president for six months and then elizabeth warren wins yeah yeah that's because she runs against Mike Pence, who's like a yeah. little bit of adult. I feel like inevitably he will be impeached by the, the house. house. Yeah, I feel like yes. that's going to happen. And, you know, I love that. But yeah, that'll happen in either scenario. Yeah, I just um, I'm wondering if they jump ship or not. Like this whole this whole thing with Mitch McConnell and um, voting with the, the Democrats, like for them to unanimously agree to release the whistleblower complaint on the other day. Yeah, because Mitch McConnell was like agreed to unanimously you, they, release the, it. The Senate never unanimously agrees to vote on anything. You know what I mean? Like, and the fact that they were all like, "Yeah, let's release the whistleblower complaint." And it's like, either a he has a trick up his a sleeve. trick up his sleeve, like which is like probably what's happening. Yeah. the cynic in me, but also, or maybe they're like, "Fuck this guy! Why am I?" destroying my own party to just support this motherfucker let's let's just kind of help get it out i remember a while ago i said mm-hmm. i was like i wonder if like they're gonna try and be like always on trump's side and then something might happen then they can be like i was trump's guy but then this happened and i just couldn't do it anymore yeah yeah 
I feel like it's like pie in the sky that that happens. I think he's going to get impeached by the House. For sure. Which I love. That's for sure happening. I love that. But it might not. A couple Republican senators would vote to impeach him. Maybe if things have gotten really bad and some other really damning stuff comes out, if we get the real transcript and it's really bad. I think the chances of getting, what is it, like 13 Republicans we would need? Yeah, we need a, su- yeah. They need a super majority. Yeah, I think that w- is tough. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think that's tough. It's, it's going to be an all or nothing kind yeah. of thing, I think. I think either everyone will sort of like realize, but you know what? Trump is so that guy who's like, who would, if he saw things were really going to go badly, rather than actually get like convicted like by the did. Senate, he would leave. Like Nixon. Yeah, yeah. Nixon. I think so. resi- no one has ever actually been impeached out of office. Yeah. yeah. Why doesn't he want to just go home and stop doing this? Because then he has to admit that he lost. In like whatever. <laughs> at the end of the Cuban Revolution, the guy who was in charge, Batista, when like he realized it was like mm-hmm. done so it was it was new year's eve he just got he, he got a briefcase full of cash and went on a plane and was like bye bye and just like <laughs> <laughs> flew away he was like no nah. and sometimes i like think about trump just pulling a batista and being like bye bye like, I, I would he has done that he's done yeah. bye bye mm-hmm. and he just goes and he's got a briefcase full of cash and he's just gone i was thinking about bill barr The day Bill Barr was confirmed, there was really not much made out of it. And I remember even being on this podcast, I think the abortion stuff was like Mm -hmm. the talk of the day. And I remember we were like, we didn't even get to talk about Bill Barr. And I remember saying potentially, I don't know if I said it out loud, but I remember thinking, I was like, this is going to be a big thing later. We think that this Bill Barr guy doesn't matter right now, but Mm -hmm. he's going to end up mattering so much. Like I just knew that it would come back. Well, and look at that. And you know now, like you, like we said on Insta Story the other day. Now that we have this impeachment inquiry going, they're going to be getting so many like transcripts, tax returns, emails, messages. They're going to subpoena the shit out of him. So who the fuck knows what else is going to come up? You know, yes. there's like, you know, shady shit with his taxes and the IRS. There's shady shit happening with you know the emol- emoluments yes. clause with you know the Air Force staying at their his residence in Scotland, like. There's so many things that are impeachable. So apparently yeah. they're actually, the Huffington Post published yesterday, apparently there was actually a second whistleblower. So this employee, a federal employee approached the House Ways and Means Committee with evidence of possible misconduct and inappropriate efforts of Trump to influence the IRS audit of himself. So the audit is real? <laughs> no. Well, I think it's more like... yeah. He was trying to basically keep hiding his taxes. Yeah. And there's so a whistleblower them to audit. who... I don't know if he was telling yeah. them to audit, but there's a whistle. There's It's in the Huffington Post. It says the title is Donald Trump actually has two whistleblowers to worry about. And yeah, he was trying to interfere so that his taxes yeah. would not come out. I just think people will get behind Trump spending, like getting behind like impeachment on Trump spending money. Yeah. One thing I also think that is a, yeah. is a pitfall for him is that people like Bill Barr and Pence and Pompeo are all implicated in this. And it's like, it's one thing to be his foot soldier when you're not in any trouble. Mm -hmm. But it's another thing, like, I think self-preservation is going to come into play for these people at a certain point. And I don't think that Bill Barr or Mike Pence or Mike Pompeo loves Trump enough to not go to to jail for him. They're not Michael Cohen. I definitely think that about... um like Mike Pence and Mike Pompeo. But remember when Bill Barr gave that interview and he's like, I'm going to die. I don't care about my reputation. <laughs> remember that? I forgot about it. I need to watch that. <laughs> Bill Barr has been involved in sketchy shit since the Iran-Contra deal. Yeah. Like yeah. he is really bad. 
Um, do we want to do one more thing real quick? Yeah, even though I feel like we just said like six more things. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Um, so President Trump had a press conference with Volod- Volodymyr Zelensky, the president of Ukraine. They briefly answered questions about the call in question. And here's a clip of that exchange. Steve, have you felt any pressure from President Trump to investigate Joe, Joe Biden and Hunter Biden? I think you read everything. So you, I think you read text. I, uh, I'm sorry, but I, I don't want to be involved to democratic, open, uh, um, elections, elections of USA. No, you heard that we had, uh, I think, good uh, phone call. It was normal. We spoke about many things, and I, so. so I think, and you read it, that nobody pushed it, pushed me. Yes. In other words, no pressure. <laughs> yeah. He was clearly saying, not no pressure. Yeah, he, I know. No, what? I All, like that he was like, it was normal. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, wait. Play the next clip of when Trump is telling him and Putin to work it out. Putin is currently invading his country. One of the great crimes committed is Hillary Clinton deleting 33,000 emails after Congress sends her a subpoena. I mean, I've never heard. Now, she's done far worse than that, although I don't know how much worse it can be. And then she said, as I remember it, that, oh, well, they had to do with the wedding and yoga. She does a lot of yoga, right? So they had 33,000 emails about the wedding of her daughter and yoga. I don't think so. And I really hope that Russia, because I really believe that President Putin would like to do something, I really hope that you and President Putin get together and can solve your problem. That would be a tremendous achievement. He thinks, if you, okay, if you actually watch this clip rather than just listen to it, you see this guy Zelensky's face, Mm -hmm. and he is like, holy shit, like, what am I supposed to do? I've never seen a look that is more like, how did I get caught up in this? Yeah, Yeah, he's literally like, one year ago, I was on TV. And uh-huh. a comedian. Now well, I'm involved in this bullshit. I like. <laughs> he, Putin, invaded his country. Yes. They are at war together. Right. And Putin is in the wrong. Why are you asking this, like, to allow this guy who's murdering his people? Because part of the smokescreen that they're putting up is that they're not acknowledging that the U.S. and Russia have vastly more power than this tiny country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like poor. I, I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't shade Zelensky because I'm just like, what's he going to do? Like, yeah. Trump's a fucking moron. He's on the phone. If you get on the phone with Donald Trump, he's going to implicate you in a crime. He's never had a phone call that didn't invo- involve getting someone else involved in a crime. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, what's he going to do? Russia's literally invading him. Like, He needs the javelins. He needs the javelins. He has no fucking clue probably who Joe Biden or Hunter Biden. He's like, I don't know, yeah. man. Just give me the javelins. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> This poor guy. I That's know. literally what it is. It is an episode of The Sopranos, just yeah. otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, that was quite an app. Yeah. Um, as always, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Yes, indeed. It gets us great guests. It does. Yeah. Tweeted Elizabeth Warren. Mm-hmm. Get the email. We're giving away AirPods. Yes. Mm-hmm. Until the end of September. So you have a few more days. You'll be automatically entered to win AirPods. If you sign up for the email, Elise writes it. It's so fucking mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. The place where you can sign up is betches.co slash sub sign up. Mm-hmm. And I can't even emphasize how much we would love for you to rate, review, and subscribe if you yeah. enjoy this podcast. Yeah. And make sure you listen on Spotify, too. Yeah. We are on Spotify. We are on mm-hmm. Spotify. So you don't even have to stop leaving. You don't even have to leave the app where you're listening to Lover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, guys. Until the end of democracy, I'm Elise Morales. I'm Sammy Fishbine. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And this is the Betches Sup Podcast. Betches.